from the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is not a joke. Not a joke. Get ready. Luguda, come up in here. It's the Tevin Stutter Show. It's the Tevin Stutter Show Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your host, Tevin Stutter. Tevin Stutter Stutter checking in once again here live on the All Indiana Podcast Network. We got running back from the net. My man went to Ritter, Wyoming, and got to play for the hometown team, Colts. A few other teams along the way, but it's just like to see somebody from the city get to make it from there is crazy. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. One more time, we're going to give it up for my man's Devin Moore in the building. How you doing? Doing well. How are you, man? Doing good. So... Take me through kind of your era of growing up in Indy. Like, what side of town are you from, neighborhood? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm from the west side of Indy. I uh, grew up near uh, Marion College, uh, Riverside area. Yeah. Um, went to Cardinal Ritter Catholic High School. Uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, got in a lot of trouble, of course. <laughs> but uh, learned a lot and, and um, uh, grew a lot uh, with the community. Uh, you know how they say it, it takes a... Village. Uh, a village to ma- raise a child, right? And um, it was definitely that for, for me. And uh, very appreciative and, and, and proud native of Indy. So what was your favorite game at Ritter? Wow. Um, I, there are so many, but if, if I had to pick one, I, I think it was uh, probably be semi-state. Uh, we were playing a team, and um, I think, I, you know, stats-wise, statistically, I, I, I think I did okay, you know, a few touchdowns or not, but – uh, what was more better about that and, and why I liked the game so much and, and why I think it was actually probably one of my, my most, you know, memorable games um, is, is we functioned well as a team. It was a nail-biter, and uh, it didn't look like we were going to win at first. Uh, a lot of the receivers who, you know, typically wouldn't have as many touchdowns or yards uh, really showed up that game, had a, a, a few touchdowns, uh, had some key blocks for, you know, uh, some of the running backs, the quarterback. Uh, quarterback had a great game. Offensive line had a great game. And then the defense. The defense really kind of, you know, stepped up and, and did their thing. So um, all in all, to function as a team, I, I think uh, our, our semi-state game was probably the best best game and most memorable game for me. So what year was that? What year in school? Oh, man, you got me. Tell them what year in school <laughs> were you? So, no, it's, it was the 2003-2004 uh, school year. But uh, – I came out in 2004, or 2004 and, um, you know, we won state that year, uh, 2003 or whatnot. We won state. That was our, our first one, I think, um, uh, first of many. I'll say it that way because um, once I left, I mean, these guys, I mean, they tore it up. They 
probably won about three, four, or five. Who knows? But uh, they definitely were bragging and, and, and <laughs> showing me the, the picks of the rings and whatnot. But, um, yeah, we had some great coaches, great, great staff. Every, everyone was just kind of clicking on all cylinders and um, very appreciative to be uh, a Raider. You know, Ritter Raider. Uh, I know that you went to Cathedral. Is that right? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. So we we had a we had a battle or two against you guys. I wanted yeah. to actually say that our my my most memorable game was Cathedral, but you know I didn't. I mean, to. you can say well, it. it wasn't our era, so well, <laughs> I, I, it wasn't. It wasn't. But you know, you guys had a had a great team, and we came in the underdogs. And I, I, if I remember correctly, we we did escape with the win. Ooh. <laughs> Hey. No trash talk, but no, you know, no, it's take just, it. Uh, they gotta take it. Those were some uh, down years. Just reflecting. Yeah. To say. it's always good to you know reflect yeah. and, and think about our. I like to say they're our little brothers, but they're really our big brothers. You know, um, Cathedral. Nine times out of ten, they would probably beat up on us. We're a smaller class than they are, but uh, we just so happened to to have their number that day, and, and they were a good team. So yeah, when I was in school, it was like a split game versus Ritter. Oh, it was like half the freshman team goes and plays <laughs> in public school, and then the other half plays Ritter, oh, <laughs> and then both man. teams win, and we all. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it was a different time for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 just say that. <laughs> Unfortunately, that 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 may be true. <laughs> so. You got to play in the RCA Dome then. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I tell you what, I love to have said that, but here's the thing about the RCA Dome. When I played, um, we played against Park Tudor. It's funny that I remember this, but my helmet came off, and I, I was tackled on the sideline, and, and I, I skinned up my, my face. So I had a, a big, yeah, really big scar on my face. Uh, it was in two parts, too. It was like on the forehead, down my eye. Um, it was right before halftime, and uh, went into the locker room, and I could see the way that everyone was looking at me as I was walking past. It was just like, you know, and, and and it was burning, right? You know, all the sweat, all the water, and yeah. you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to be tough and not not cry on the field or whatnot because of this hit. It didn't hurt that bad. It was just the the thought of like, I don't know what my face looks like, yeah. and unfortunately. No one on the sideline had a mirror to, to show me, so I had to wait till we got into the locker room. But long story short, um, you know, I seen how it was and, and uh, ended up coming back out second half, and, and we put it together. We ended up escaping with the win again, and uh, uh, that is a good game of mine, but I wouldn't say it's the most memorable. Uh, it, it messed up my beautiful face, man. I, <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> So, by the time you got to the league, it was Lucas Hoyle? Uh, yeah. Was, okay. I, I actually was thinking, you know, I, I don't know if I – was it RCA Dome? I don't know if I'm that old, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, but it I do – it, it was That kind of 08, yeah. So it was, 08, really? I think Lucas Hoyle was like 08. Okay. Because I remember we played in the state championship 2008 there. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Well – yeah, it was um, – so, yeah, once I, I actually got into the league, um, I was um, – I played at the RCA – or, I'm sorry, at the Lucas Oil, and uh, love that fast field. It's, yeah. it's fast, man, really fast. Um, had had some good times. Uh, we practiced there as well, so had good times. But, uh, you know, NFL is, is, is not for long. Yeah. You know? um, it's a short-lived career. Um, but, you know, you love every minute of it and you meet some guys and, and you, you like to, you know, think that you, you walk away with some good 
find relationships or whatnot, friendships, and uh, to carry on. Yeah. All right. That's that's crazy. And then even thinking of mentioning 2008, I looked up and seen that while you were at Wyoming, you mm-hmm. had 2008 well, well, all-purpose <laughs> shards in 2008. Were you running for a campaign? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was it was tough. It was tough. Uh, being an Indiana guy, um, considered a basketball state, you know, yeah. going over to um, Wyoming where I was playing with a lot of Texas guys, a lot of yep. California guys. It was tough to uh, establish myself and, and get to where I wanted to be and, and um, in a starting role, if you want to say that. Um, I had some really good friends, really good. Uh, one of my, my, my um, really good friends was a running back as well. And he started as a freshman and, mm-hmm. you know, broke all kinds of records and whatnot. And uh, from freshman year on up, even when I redshirted, uh, he was one of those guys that uh, continued to push me, right? Um, one of many. Uh, that continued to push me, and, and uh, the competition just al- allowed me to grow and, and become um, a running back. And uh, eventually I, I moved into the starting role, and, you know, it wasn't purposely the 2008, you know, the 2008 yards or whatnot, but um, I was, you know, I was definitely running for a campaign. I was trying to make it to the league for sure and uh, uh, had the opportunity and, and, and glad that uh, Wyoming gave me the opportunity to come and, and be a Cowboy. And you did it in 08, too. You was Obama. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, funny story. Funny story. Man, this is crazy. Um, so <clears throat> President Obama uh, actually came to the University of Wyoming to speak. Dang. And so, you know, at that time, I was, you know, kind of, you know, I knew everyone. Let's just say that. So I was able to to move around the campus a little bit differently than, than most. And um, so there were certain alleyways and uh, pathways that were blocked off or whatnot. And you had to wait in these long lines to, to get into um, our basketball stadium where, you know, it was being held. And uh, so eventually what, what happened is my, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, but my wife and I uh, were, were kind of taking our shortcuts or whatnot to get into the, the basketball arena. And um, we get to uh, – it's, it's like some double doors to go into the arena. And as soon as we walk up to the doors, I guess it was Secret Service or something. Um, you know, they're kind of going like, <laughs> <laughs> going for the draw. And uh, they're actually, you know, saying, hey, hey, stop. And uh, what actually happened, we had an administrator that worked at the school that, that seen us um, going through that, that, that pathway and they ended up telling the, the Secret Service that, you know, we were students and, uh, you know, it was on the football team and whatnot. But uh, the funny story about that is that uh, my wife, she likes to say, Devin or Demo, as they called me back then, yeah. nearly got us killed trying to get in to see, <laughs> to see President Obama. So, uh, yeah, that's a funny story. But, yeah, he came to the uh, University of Wyoming to speak and um, a great man, uh, as we all know and very composed, uh, great character, um, and, uh, yeah, enjoyed enjoyed what I saw. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break real quick, rocking with Devin Moore on the Tevin Sister Studded Show. Tevin Sister Studded, back checking in here live on the All Indiana Podcast Network, rocking with Devin Moore, former Coast player in the building. So back at your um, college days at Wyoming, what was your favorite game? 
I'd have to say it was. Uh, mm. Let's let's put it out there. So we played teams like Florida, Tennessee, uh, Ole Miss. You know those big big SEC schools. Uh, but um, believe it or not, I, I think I'd have to say the best game was probably against Ohio. Um, at the time, they had I think maybe two or three guys on defense who they believe were going to be uh, top, you know, draft picks or whatnot. I think actually one of them went first round. Um, but long story short, um, I ended up uh, banging up my knee in the first quarter, and I um, I um, had all my family members at that game. It was like the first game that they had ever came to. Dang. So, you know, I mean, stat-wise, I think we did okay, but um, – you know, I, I had all my family members, my brothers, my mom, uh, some aunts, some cousins, things like that, uh, everyone. Um, and then long story short, I, I ended up, I, I think I had, you know, it was probably like my, my first, you know, 200-yard game or whatnot on the, on the, on the ground. So um, it, it, it really kind of hit home, and we won. So it really hit home, and, and I think at that time they, they knew that this, you know, it was serious. Like yeah. it, we were going somewhere. So, yeah. I have to say that. So then kind of take me through the, the rest of that. Um, I guess that year where you're just thinking, like, man, was the league, like, did you, like, see it as a possibility? It's like, because everybody has a dream, but then it's just like, how realistic did you feel like it was? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I always had uh, the NFL in, my, in the back of my mind, uh, but – uh, believe it or not, my mother, she was, <laughs> she was a strict mother. Uh, and, and one thing she instilled in me before going, um, you know, off to college was, you know, degree first. And, um, you know, so my main thing was I wanted to graduate with, you know, a, a major and a minor. And um, as, as I, you know, got through my years, you know, I started to see that the league was – a little bit more obtainable than it had been. And I was hearing people talk about how, you know, my speed was, you know, of league caliber. And, um, you know, so I, I just started to pr pursue that and, and, and kind of put all my eggs in one basket. If you, and they say you're not supposed to do that. But only way you, you make it is, is by, you know, investing your everything your all. So by my junior year, I was investing everything in, into, you know, film study, uh, my weight training, uh, so eating habits, everything. And um, eventually I ended up running a good 40 time during my, my junior pro day, and it, it kind of rung bells around, you know, with the scouts or whatnot, and they followed me. And, and then senior year I was being projected as, you know, a, a third, fourth rounder. So uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun going through that, that moment. Um, but once it's all said and done, man, I, I, I tell you what, it's, it's one of the most scariest process, processes I've ever been through in my life. That's crazy. That's crazy. So what is your why? Hmm. Like, it could be now or it could be back then. Like, but what kind of, like, sustained you through it all? The, the funny part is, is so I'll, I'll never actually say what my, my why is, but – as we were just talking, I have, I have girls at home, right? Yeah. You know, I have, I have a family. Uh, but even bigger than just having a family, um, I have a, a community that's wrapped around me. 
and not just where I live. It's, it's more of um, the indie area. I'm invested in uh, different organizations, uh, and different organizations have invested in me where they believe that I can, I can you know, make an impact um, and my business you know, can, can do some, some, some impact around uh, the city, the state, and believe it or not, the country. So my why is not to let everyone down. You know, I, I, I live for, I mean, all through my life I've, I've played sports, so I've operated in a team atmosphere. And accountability is, is everything. And knowing that I have to, you know, be accountable to, you know, the community that I just mentioned to you, all the different organizations, um, the mentors, um, even mentees, you know, knowing that I have to do that and um, also adhere and answer to my, my family as well, uh, I can pretty much say that that's my why. And what's your advice to kids for life after sports? Oh, wow. Uh, so I, I always told my, my wife, um, and, and I pray that someone actually does take this, but uh, I always said that we would make a, or start a non-for-profit that would be called And Then What? Um, all the kids that are, are, you know, banking on making it to the NFL, NBA, WNBA, or wherever, right, um, whatever sport, you know, tennis, golf, whatever it is, um, always have a plan, right? The And Then What? So once all of this is over, what are you going to do? And then what, right? Um, I always kind of felt like um, if, if I could have taken it all back and I could have ran into someone, ran into Devin Moore, and if I could have asked one question, any question, I would have asked him, um, you know, what are you planning to do after the mm-hmm. league? Because <laughs> it's short-lived. It is it's short-lived. But the, the thing is, is when you're in the league, the – relationships that you create, the um, influences you have, I mean, that's all great. Um, but once you get out is can you maintain and, and, and keep those relationships that you built when you were there? Can you keep those afloat and keep those going and um, allow yourself to kind of go into something else and allow the league, which does a pretty good job if you ask me, and they don't get enough credit for it, but they do a lot for their former players and helping them to kind of start their and then what type of situation, so their next, their career after football. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I would give them that, that advice of saying, you know, be prepared for your and then what, you know, um, your life after, your career after. So my question is, what kind of sparked the and then what phrase? Because I remember being in middle school. That was a song by Young Jeezy and Manny Fresh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> was, okay. Was, that, okay. was that, like, Come on did now. that kind of have something well, you, to do you with know, it? You know, I'm a CEO now. I can't be talking <laughs> like that now. But first, I'm going. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so, honestly, um, yeah, I mean, I think rap – um, growing up, I definitely I, I listened to all genres. Uh, I, I'll say that, um, but it, it definitely had an influence on um, on, on me on um, sh- the sports teams I was on. Yeah. Right, you, you know, we always looking for the, the good beat um, to to kind of jive to and, and get your tempo up to. But uh, believe it or not, uh, no, it's, it's it's not from it's not from uh, any any uh, rap songs or anything like that. It was just more of going through, you know, having to, to really kind of 
uh, feel it myself and, and, and go through it in, in, in real time and real speed, it, it wasn't an easy process. It wasn't an easy process. I just happened to have the, um, I don't know how to say this. My, my parents were in the bonding business, the surety business. And um, before my father passed away at 12, when I was 12, uh, all I seen and all I did was, was I was like his shadow. I would follow him. I would, I would do work with him. And I just wanted to be uh, in the surety business, you know, just like him. So once I made it to the league and, um, and was able to, you know, accumulate a, a few funds or whatnot, um, I just I bought myself in and, and, and started my own company and, and followed in my father's footsteps. I always thought and believed that you couldn't be what you didn't see. Um, and I, I saw my father doing things that not only helped us, uh, his children, but also helped other children around the neighborhood, um, you know, pay light bills for families that, you know, a lot of things that most people wouldn't even know, wouldn't even wouldn't even dream of being able to happen, uh, especially where I grew up. But uh, my father was, was one of those people who, who really um, helped a lot of people, and, and I just wanted to be just like him. So uh, when he passed away, I had my, my mother that I was, you know, kind of deeply looking at and, and, and seeing uh, carry the torch, if you will, and did the same thing. Helped a lot of people, and shoot, man, she put – two or well three kids through college you know three boys at that um so you know we were knuckleheads so uh, she put us all through college um and um so yeah yeah just kind of bring it back i mean that that's that's where it all lies right there yeah and speak on the time that you overcame adversity wow um other than what we are all you know overcoming right now as far as the pandemic i mean i, I think that's the biggest part but um since we're talking about the league, I, I'll, I'll just reflect on that. I mean, I had to, I had to overcome adversity when I, I was I was cut, I was fired, if you will. Yeah. So one thing about me, I've I've only had two careers. You know, I've I've only been in the NFL, and I've been a business owner, a surety agency owner, and um, you know, having to when I was cut the first time, I was just kind of out of. I guess you want to say out on the street. I had a home. Don't get me wrong. I had a home, but I was training. I, I wasn't doing anything else but training. Yeah. You know, getting myself prepared to try to make another team. And um, when that happened, I was I was put in a position where I didn't know, you know, if I was going to drop under a certain amount of money, you know, to be able to take care of my family or whatnot. And I didn't want that to happen again. So. Once I, again, once I, I, I made that, that next team, um, I decided to utilize my money and start my business while I was still playing in the league. So um, that adversity of, of, of losing my job that first time uh, sparked something in me to start my business while I was still playing, and I was making money on, on both sides of the ball. So uh, I felt good, I, I felt blessed, and I still do. I still do feel blessed. Um, but I'd say that was probably it where I had to, you know, <laughs> just kind of pick, you know, strap my boots up and get back out there and figure out a way to, to get on a team and then figure out a way to, to start a business, run a business, and keep it going. So, and technically, I've had my business now for 10 years. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a blessing that that first uh, cut 
was and, and, and happened how it happened. So that's that's the adversity. So when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Mm. What's that that, that saying? I, I came, I saw, I conquered. Um, I, I definitely have a piece of that in me, but I, believe it or not, after um, gaining, you know, a mentor and learning um, from different, you, you know, I received my MBA maybe a, a year ago from from the university or IU University, so Indiana University. Um, but being a cowboy, coming back home, yeah. playing ball uh, for the Colts, and then turning full circle, receiving my MBA from uh, IU, and then you know continuously kind of doing my business or whatnot, and and, and keeping it running. Um, while you're out there and doing so much and, 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 and seeing everything and um, coming into contact with so many different um, distinguished individuals, uh, you start to reflect and say, it's not, it's not just about me. And so if I had something for my legacy, I, I definitely would want it to, to read something and, you know, to the effect that um, he helped a lot of people. You know, uh, rather that would be to follow some of the the great nonprofits or non for profits out there that are, are helping to fight against uh, poverty, um, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, so I, I can't write that script now. I can tell you what I'm trying to do, but I can't write the script now and 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 kind of fast forward. But I do want it to say something to the effect that he helped a lot of people. And your advice to small school guys, because it's like. Coming from a smaller high school, mm-hmm. and then not your typical Power Five, and then still going to the league. So, like guys that like, because I'm telling kids all the time, if you can play, they'll <coughs> find you. Mm-hmm. But like for them to hear it from somebody that went smaller school route, high school and college. I definitely don't want to push my my views or beliefs on anyone, but to be you know, to be honest with you, uh, I used to hear my mom say, "To him be the glory," right? Uh, I, I am, <laughs> I'm a Christian, and I believe that if you you ask, you pray, you believe, and you put you know everything into it that you can put into it, you'll get something out of it, um, and he'll be right on time on when you need him. Well, everyone's not gonna make it to the league. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you that right now. If you can use it as a way to get a great education, do it, because that's what I did. Um, I like to tell everyone <laughs> I played football to get a great education, and that's all it was about. Again, I, and, and through this, you know, you can rewind the segment, but um, I told you later on junior year is when I actually probably put all my eggs in one basket and, and start pursuing the league. But before then, I was, I was there to get a great education. Uh, so first and foremost is, is, you know, take care of school first. Because you can't do anything without it, um, and that's that's including play ball or, or whatever you want to do. Uh, so if you want to take it to the next next level and take that next step, you have to make sure you're doing what you need to do in the in the classroom. So my advice to any young person before the sports is figure it out in the classroom first, and then you know let's uh, burn baby burn on the field. Let's do what we do. So you spoke on faith like. What does faith mean to you? You got a, a favorite scripture or anything that you? Hmm. Uh, not a favorite, not a favorite, but I tell you, in my life, 
I've actually been able to, um, I've had some, some, some problems personally, and I've also had some problems where, um, you know, some family members, uh, just, you know, everything wasn't correct or, uh, someone wasn't healthy or some sort, right? Um, all I know is that he hasn't failed me ever. <laughs> and, and this is coming from a guy who I grew up angry uh, because I lost my father at a young age. Uh, but I also grew up happy. You know, my, my mom didn't fail us. My mom didn't, you know, allow us to do without. Uh, I had everything I wanted and uh, other than my father. So I had many nights where, you know, I read the scripture and didn't understand it and would ask her to explain. And uh, believe it or not, we, we'd, be in, we'd be in the kitchen crying together, you know, um, because I'd be asking why, right? Uh, so a favorite scripture, absolutely not. Uh, that, that, that good book, it's hard to choose a favorite out of there. It's, there's, there's a lot of good ones, but I tell you what, if I had to say I had a favorite scripture, I'd say the Bible, <laughs> right? Because yeah. that whole thing, it, it, it seems to predict life. Um, even now, you know, I'm, I'm reading scriptures and, and I'm seeing things that, that are happening now um, to the effect, you know, of what I'm doing, whether it be in life or business, whatever it may be, that I can, you know, kind of, you know, reflect back and say, you know, this is, this is pretty similar and it's scary but um yeah um i always continue to believe in in the lord even with this pandemic that we've gone through um even though i haven't been able to, to go to church i've been able to watch it virtually which is different but um yeah 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 i don't have a favorite scripture i didn't mean to go off on a tangent no you're yeah. good you're good yeah, yeah yeah so like being from indianapolis born and raised like what does that mean that play for the Colts. Like that's I feel like that's a lot of kids' dreams to be kids from here but get to actually play for your hometown team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was uh it was a great, great experience. Great experience. I mean I, I got to play with the great Peyton Manning, uh Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. Uh you were speaking on Gary Brackett, you yeah. know, you know, then to know that I, I've I've played with these guys, um, I have contact with these guys, you know, that type of I mean that's always great. Um but, you know, to be able to come home and, and, and say that you're standing on the sideline or you're out there, you know, returning, you know, kicks. And, and although I didn't – although it was called back, um, uh, I did score a touchdown, right, with the Colts. Yeah. And um, it, was, it was something that I, I couldn't have dreamed of, right? I, I think growing up, I think my favorite player was probably Barry Sanders. Mm -hmm. So in my head, I always had a Lions uniform on. Mm. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I always had a, a Lions uniform on and, you know, wanting to, you know, mimic and, and be, you know, similar to that style when I was on the field. But, you know, being able to come home and, and put the Colts uniform on and, and have that number 45, uh, it just uh, it did something for me. And, I've carried it over till today. Uh, I kind of uh, I feel like I, I still play, not necessarily play for the Colts, but I I still feel like I'm playing for the home home team for some. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, I got you. And just shout outs to people that helped you along your journey. Wow, that's too many. 
That's too many. I, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I, I'll say I'll say my my complete family. So uh, for sure, uh, my my mother, my mother, my my brothers, um, my wife for sure, uh, her family, and then you know I have to kind of extend that and say in my mother's family, uh, I have a I have some great aunts, some great uncles. Um, who've always been there, uh, cousins who's all, who, who they've always supported me. Um, and then, you know, here recently, you know, as I was saying, you know, organizations that um, I, I, I often find myself, uh, you know, sitting in, in, believe it or not, the Columbia Club, um, you know, thinking of, and, and reflecting on, you know, how I can, can get better and, you know, taking courses over there, leadership courses, that's helped me along the way. So uh, definitely uh, thanking them as well, uh, as far as the organization. Um, there are many different people, uh, I don't want to say their names, but mentors and, and things of that nature that have, have guided me and helped me through the way. Yeah, but I will say one name um, and reflect back, and this is back from high school, I'll say three names, four names. See, you see what you're doing, man? <laughs> I'll say, uh, so Jim Boswell, um, he was my head coach, head football coach, and he was the dean at uh, Cardinal Ritter when I went there. So he knew my father before before he passed. And having the opportunity to not only play for Coach Boswell, but also um, essentially, I guess you would say, be, be taught in the classroom by uh, Coach Boswell, um, it, it, it made a big, huge, huge difference in my life. Um, uh, all the coaches from that year, and we just lost one. And and, and um, I'm sorry, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it happened, but um, we lost one of our coaches here recently. And uh, anyhow, uh, Principal Hoy, she helped me along the way as well. Uh, so definitely have to have to thank her. Um, my theology teacher, <laughs> Mr. Finney. I uh, definitely have to thank him as well. And, oh, man, so you're going to make me forget some people. Cause I, I've, it, but I, I'll say this. I, I didn't forget any names. I'm, I'm thanking the, the whole school. But I will say I, I am thanking Mr. Melton. Um, and he, he, he was good. He was good. Coach Hunt and Mr. Melton, those two, um, when, I was, uh, when I was younger, Mr. Melton had been there for forever, and he would allow me to, you know, make my mistakes, and he would kind of behind the scenes just kind of, you know, come to me and as a as a as a child and a grown man, he would he would tell me my, my wrongs and rights and whatnot, and and I thank him for that, and and I always remember that one statement as far as learning how to play golf, and I always used to turn him down. He always used to get me out on the golf course. I used to turn him down. So that's funny to kind of laugh about now because it's part of my life now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, uh, Coach Hunt, Coach Hunt, he taught me from a young age. I was coming, going over to Cardinal Ritter for uh, wrestling camp, football camps, things like that, uh, before Devin Moore was even Devin Moore. And, you know, at that time, I think he seen something in me that I didn't see in myself, him and uh, Alfie. Um, they, they would allow my cousin and I to come over to the camp, and we'd be wrestling and, 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 and hustling, bustling up and down the field and the track or whatnot. So... Um, I thank everyone um, for, for what they've done and, and to help me thus far 
Uh, I thank my church for, you know, giving me the good word. Um, I thank the, the Catholic Church for uh, instilling some some great morals and val- values in me all throughout school. Um, and then, again, I, I think I want to just kind of back up again and, and thank my wife again because she's been with me since uh, we've freshman year in high school. So is when we first started dating. So, you know, to, to last and, and go through the ups and downs with me the way she has um, – you know, grew I, up together. We grew up together. I mean, I'll say she grew up. I never grew up, right? <laughs> yeah, according to her. But no, I, um, I, um, I know I've I've taken her through it for sure, for sure. And she stuck, you know, by my side for sure. And um, I couldn't ask for a better woman. And so I, I definitely have to end it by by thanking her for sure. We appreciate you rocking with us today. Devin Moore in the building. So it's like, it's crazy. I've heard so much about you since I was in middle school. Oh, yeah. And so many <laughs> moons ago. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So it's just thankful that you came. Like I said, you're the first Coast player to come on the show. Like, for me to be like 14, 15 days in. One of many. <laughs> get, One get of many. Nap, a legend to come in. That's crazy. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu podcast. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I tell you what, I, and I, I think I mentioned this to you. Uh, so now I'm, I'm now the, uh, the the president of our NFLPA chapter here in Indy. Um, and I know guys would love, you know, to come in and, and – Set it up. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready. Okay, okay. I'm going to hold you to it. I'll definitely hold you to it. I, I like what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, and, and to see – you know the good things, and hear the good things. I mean, this is this is good. Just keep up the good work, and uh, we'll be supporting you. Then. Yes, sir. Can't wait. From the All Indiana Podcast Network, it's the Tevin Stuttered Show podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast now at AllIndianaPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts.